So a lot of people know that mobile phones are ne not necessarily the most secure and safe device out there. They have a lot of your personal information. They have a lot of your uh, banking and financial information. They uh, you know, have a lot of your life on them, personal photos, messages. Um, and they're also connected to the internet. And you're constantly downloading apps and trying out different pieces of software uh, on them. And, you know, this combination of kind of being very exposed to the world and being a storehouse of all of this sensitive, personal, private uh, information is it's not a good mix. So the work that I do and that I'm talking today in this podcast about is how to build applications as a developer, a software developer, that protect that information um, while at rest on the phone uh, or while moving over the network such that you know the user can feel safe using your application um, even in a world full of software and apps and people who want to kind of intercept and steal it for lots of different reasons. So Encrypt All the Things is about that, implementing better mobile security capabilities in mobile apps to protect users uh, and their data. I'll be moving through the slides uh, as I'm talking, so you can hopefully follow along with uh, the presentation yourself, um, which should be linked to from this talk. There is kind of two sides to the you know encrypt all the things um, motivation. There is you know, this rallying cry, people say, you know, let's do it. You know, of course we should do it. We should protect data. Okay. And and they have good intention of, of you know, they, who wouldn't want their users to kind of be safe. But then you have the, the follow through or the execution on that intent. And, you know, that's where the joke of, you know, what part of encryption, all the things did you not understand? Um, you know, it's really hard to get this right often. It's really hard to think of all the potential places where you know information could be uh, copied or stolen or intercepted and you know to find the right technology and solutions to those you know the plugs for those holes so i'm here to help you uh, understand how to approach the execution portion of of what i assume is your good intent so at the guardian project we build um, you know, mobile apps and tools and software that help people do this. And we have lots of free software, open source software that you can incorporate into your applications. And, you know, you'll find links to a lot of this software and apps um, on this site. So in this talk, which, you know, is, is going to be uh, not quite as long as the time indicated in this presentation, but we're going to touch on a lot of different areas. Um, you know, we're going to start with an overview of kind of all the software we have available for de developers. Talk about, you know, threat modeling, which is understanding the, the risks and who might be out there to get you and your users. Talk about encrypting databases, structured information, you know, the, the tables of data that your app has. And then the files too, you know, the photos and recordings and just raw kind of files and how you protect those. And then we'll be doing looking at the network side, you know, uh, 
moving information across the network in a safe way. And then if we were you know together in person, then we could actually do some work um, hands-on. But since we aren't together in person, we'll have to follow up uh, via email or chat or some other way you can reach out to me. Um, we can help uh, with your own specific project. So what is encryption? Uh, in short, you know, encryption is where you take some plain text, some human readable information, and you run that through an algorithm, uh, which is, you know, a formula, essentially, <coughs> a set of instructions for a computer, and a key, which is some, you know, private secret that uh, only you know or only certain people know. And the output of that is what we call ciphertext. You know, it's scrambled, it's un... You know, uh, so it's not able to be understood by people who don't have the key. And, you know, that's that's something that's been around forever, you know, since uh, Roman times and before, um, some sort of secret encoding. It's just that, you know, in recent years, it's gotten a lot more sophisticated and powerful thanks to computers and, and mathematics. The There's a few different types of encry encryption. You have uh, symmetric versus asymmetric encryption. So you have one where everyone has the same key. That's symmetric. You, there's, there's one password, and everyone knows the password. Uh, versus asymmetric, where you have kind of two halves to a key. You have a secret half and a public half, private and public. And that's more interesting. We can talk about that later because it allows people to exchange information that don't necessarily trust each other ahead of time. A big part of any encryption is is random data. You know, is is random uh, information that can be fed into a system to kind of create a good key, a good password. You know, if your password is uh, mom or happy birthday, that's not very random. Everyone would might guess those, or your birth date, right, or your middle name. That's a terrible secret key or password. Um, if you actually want randomness, then you need to generate something that's long and, and that, that is based on a, you know, something that is truly random and something that's not easy to guess. And that needs to be also backed by actually random kind of what is, you know, key data underneath that that is tied to that passphrase. So this is an important thing we'll talk more about. But in short, you should have good random generator, in, you know, on your devices that you're targeting. And then um, built on that, you know, is that there are a lot of common tools out there already you might have heard about, like OpenSSL or PGP or Bouncy Castle that provide kind of the foundation for um, encryption on most computing devices today. So if you're developing on Android, there's a lot of encryption capabilities built in. You might already be using without really thinking about it. This might be uh, an HTTPS connection, which is an encrypted uh, web hypertext transfer protocol connection over a transfer transport layer security socket or a secure socket layer socket. They know, so that is encryption. Um, there's the encryption libraries built into the Android API, the Java X Crypto and Java and Bouncy Castle uh, is the library name that powers that. There's OpenSSL, which powers at the operating system level a lot of cryptographic functionalities uh, and then there's full disk encryption um, you can enable this in your settings and privacy to turn on 
encryption so that if you lose your phone, someone can't just copy the, the data off of it. And finally, there's the Android Keychain, which is a, a built-in service on Android to protect uh, passwords and other information on your device. So on top of what Android provides, uh, the software that my team develops is available for you to use under the name of something we call CypherKit. And CypherKit is a collection of free software, open source software that you can incorporate into your applications right now. And it's all available on our website and other places. So you can uh, hopefully find those links on this site. So the CypherKit platform uh, is made up of a few different components that I will be talking about, but you know they they work in tandem with the existing kind of components of the Android platform. Um, one of these is SQLite, so the Android.database API, which is SQLite um, powered, is essentially insecure. You know, it stores data without any encryption on your device. On top of that, we've built something called SQL Cipher, which is um, encrypts the database information before, you know, or, or as it's being stored in the SQLite databases. So it uses encryption um, that allows you to still use the database as you would, but when it's written to the storage, the, the SD card, the flash memory, it's totally encrypted. As part of that, we have a way to manage the passwords that you're using to protect that data, and that's called CacheWord. So we have SQL Cipher and then CacheWord. And CacheWord is a, a service you can integrate into your app to manage your, your private keys and passwords and you know the random data that's, that's protecting your uh, information you've encrypted. So SQL Cipher, SQL Cipher is for structured data in databases. IOCypher is for uh, unstructured data, better known as files. So IOCypher allows you to encrypt any arbitrary size, I think up to four gigabytes, actually, uh, long files, uh, sounds, videos, documents, photos, text files, anything, and it, and it provides a virtual file system. So it's a bit like TrueCrypt, if you're familiar with that, um, in that it provides a single file on your disk, but inside that is a whole file system. It's encrypted using the same technology as SQL Cipher, which is AES-256 encryption, which we can talk about more. And then finally, NetCypher, which uh, provides a way to harden your uh, network connections using you know settings for TLS and SSL, uh, socket encryption, adding proxy servers, pinning certificates so that you can avoid a, a man in the middle or a, you know someone intercepting communications without you being aware. So NetCypher provides that capability. So as a whole, SQL Cypher, IOCypher, NetCypher, and CacheWord is CypherKit. And I will go through in more detail on each of these components next. <laughs> 